Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Cute Kind Of. If it is your first time here, hello, hi, my name is Layla and welcome to my beauty and lifestyle podcast. Hello if you're new, which I think I already said, but welcome back if you're a returning listener. So today's episode is going to be an empties. It's going to be kind of weird at first because I initially recorded the first part of this um, a couple weeks ago because I was going to include it in another episode, but it turns out that episode, the other half of it was trash. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to keep this section and add it on later. And then turns out I had a lot of empties from cleaning out my bathroom the other day. So I'm going to talk about that as well. So this is basically one massive empty slash product review episode. Um, I don't have prices or anything, which is not usually like myself because usually I give you every single piece of detail. But today I'm just gonna kind of do it intuitively, if you will. So I'm just gonna get started on, well, the section you're about to hear right now is the old recorded part. So I might make references to things that don't make sense. Just go with it. I will clear it up later. And then I will record the new part of the episode now I think. All right, so my empties. I have five products, it's not a lot, and most of them, none of these are like makeup products, which is cool. Um, the very first product is one you've probably heard me talk about. It's the Ordinary Niacinamide 10% plus Zinc, Zinc 1%? High Strength Vitamin in Blemish, Mineral Blemish Formula. This is my like second or third time using up a bottle, and honestly, let me take my glasses off. They keep falling off my face. But basically, this is just a skincare product. Niacinamide is a very popular skincare ingredient. Um, a lot of people use it. It's very good all around for oiliness, for acne-prone skin, if you have hyperpigmentation, so on and so forth. Uh, I think I've told the story like a billion times on this podcast of how I bought this, but I bought my first bottle in college and I literally just like read the description that says helps to get rid of like little blemishes or congestion. And I was like, oh, let me try that. I'm definitely congested. <laughs> so I got it and it actually worked and it was really, really good. However, congestion isn't an issue I really have anymore with my skin. Um, maybe once in a while, but I use a lot of other products too. I ended up deciding to try a new ni- niacinamide. I'm using the one from the Inky list right now because I wanted to see if it helped with the oiliness. It kind of didn't. I'll let you know how that goes. But yeah, it's a good serum for people who have more congested skin, which is like the tiny little bumps that pop up on your skin. So I recommend it for that. But I don't see myself purchasing this anytime soon unless I do get congestion. So that's that. Next is a product I've also talked about. I'm in the process of making like a beauty product database on my blog. So basically if you go click on it, it's gonna tell you what product I talked about in every single episode. Just so like if you're looking for a very specific product, you can just find it a lot more easier than like trying to go through the tags of my blog. But until then, that's gonna take forever. So until then, um, bear with me, but I've definitely talked about this in a previous products, reviews, and recommendations episode, the Biosance 100% Squalene Oil. So this is just basically an all-around multi-purpose oil. It says it's used for oil to hydrate the body, face, and hair. Didn't use it on my hair. I don't really like using hair oils. I'll use them if they're super, super light. And granted, squalene is a very light oil, 
oil and it absorbs really quickly. I use it on the face. I didn't really like it on the face, but I actually really liked it on the body. This bottle, how much is in this bottle? This is 100 ml or 3.38 fluid ounces. So I, it's not like a lot, but it isn't like super little. First of all, it's very thin, so it glides very easily. And granted, I did use it when my body was a little bit wet, so it did glide a lot easier than if I were to put it on dry skin. But I like the element that how quickly it dried in and it made my skin have like a very nice like glow moisturized feeling it was really pretty i would actually i'm going to try other body oils and body products that i need to use up and if those aren't feeling good like i don't like them that much i might go back to this but this is a good body oil in my opinion next is another body oil that i've definitely talked about like several times this is a glossy body hero it's a dry touch oil mist it's 100 ml 3.3 fluid ounces so i there's several problems I had with this body oil that I talked about in a product reviews and recommendations episode. Actually, no, I think I did an entire episode about the body products from Glossier. But basically, I don't like the glass bottle. It's kind of heavy in the spray of it, or the spray nozzle is one that you push down with your finger. So because obviously your skin is wet when you're trying to use this, but also because it's an oil, it gets over the bottle and it makes it really easy to slip out of your hand, especially when you're pushing your finger down with the nozzle um, which makes me very worried I have dropped this and it still stayed intact but <laughs> not my favorite thing to happen with a body product especially in a glass bottle I like this I actually really like the smell of this it's very um luxurious however I didn't really like it for a body moisturizing product but I actually really really like it as like a body glow product so I would use this in the summertime especially if you're more darker skinned I feel like for me personally, I have to use oils rather than like body shimmers. They just don't work on my skin as well as a body oil will to reflect light. And I think this does a really good job. Also on top of that, since it's dry touch, you're not going to feel like oily or greasy, but you will get a really, really pretty shine. So I like it for like the summertime when I want a little bit of a glow. It's good. Would I repurchase this? Honestly, I might. Um, I'm trying like a billion beauty products at the same time, so I might try this, but I actually really like the scent, and I think the scent would be the one element about this compared to other body oils that I would repurchase to use as a body finishing spray. Next, I have a little bit of a controversial, pro I don't, actually, I don't, I don't think this is controversial, but this is the Neutrogena shampoo. This is the anti-residue shampoo. I honestly love this. So how I use it, I usually use it once per month or maybe every two weeks, I per se. It's basically, this strips any like product buildup oil residue that's on your scalp and makes your hair soft and just voluminous. If you're someone who struggles with a very dense scalp from just oil and product buildup, I would definitely recommend trying this in your collection. Granted, when it comes to hair products, I feel like everyone's a lot more hesitant with hair products than they are with facial skincare products because obviously it's your hair and you don't want it to fall out. So definitely if you want to patch test it on like maybe the bottom half of your scalp, that can work. But in all in all, this is like the only, this is like my favorite shampoo if i could use this every single day or every other day because that's when i wash my hair i would but i don't because it can be kind of harsh i was thinking about this i hate using like south asian hair oils on my hair i know i'm sorry to my brown girlies out there my brown people out there i'm so sorry i just do not like using them for several reasons for starters south asian hair oils they can be very dense and potent so you need to make sure you're putting them in your hair for an extended period of time they're very strong but then also on top of that 
that like the best way I, the oil absorb into my hair is if like let's say I applied in the morning on a Sunday I have to put my hair in a very specific low pony like it cannot be in a bun it cannot be braided the reason being is because um I don't know why but I feel like the oil does not absorb as good as if you just let your hair free flow and then throughout the day like if I notice that the ends of my hair are a little bit drier only because it's soaked up the oil then I'll go in and add a little bit extra oil and honestly it's not bad like I don't hate it and I do think it does make my hair softer but another thing my friend and I were talking about this is that like it takes like two shampoos to like actually get all the hair oil out you know there's nothing more frustrating than in the past when I would do hair oil and then like the hair oil will like I wash my hair and then I'm like blow drying it and I realize there's still like sections of my hair that are still oily from the oil because it didn't wash out properly. Another thing you need to do is use hot water to like melt off the oil basically. All in all it's just a lot of work for what you get. I do think it does help your hair but the hair oil I use is from the Indian store. It's called Navratna. It's like a red reddish oil and then it has this very strong like, menthol scent. Menthol scent? I really like it. <laughs> That's the only hair oil I use. So I'll do that in my hair. I did this on Sunday. I put applied that to my hair, did the low pony and everything. Came time to wash my hair. I use a shampoo, literally cleanse my scalp. Like my hair is like very, feels very healthy right now. And I really like the shampoo because like I said earlier, it literally strips your scalp of like any residue, oil, product build up and because of that your hair is going to feel a lot lighter and voluminous which is something I adore about this product so yeah <laughs> then I use this to like obviously wash it out and then I use my Shiseido Subaki repair hair conditioner on my ends and my hair is feeling really good right now like I'm shocked how nice it feels but yeah that's what I, I love the shampoo my sister loves it too we have completely different hair types um we keep buying it I love it we'll die for it that's it <laughs> all right and then the last product I'm not quite finished with it but I'm gonna finish it in the next few days this is the Kose speedy cleansing oil literally if the goat of cleansing oils other than the DHC one which is kind of on the more expensive side but this is a more affordable option I'm gonna say this is the goat of affordable cleansing oils this is a Japanese brand I really like Japanese cleansing oil and I think the DHC is a Japanese branded cleansing oil as well I love this I think it's great I think when it comes to makeup removal I'm very anal about it so I use like micellar water before I step into the shower especially if I have really heavy eye makeup on then I'll go in with this cleansing oil which is really really good for just breaking down all the makeup I don't know if I mentioned this but I'm not a huge fan of cleansing balms um, I just don't like the thickness and having to work it in very intensely I prefer like cleansing oils that are lighter and then on top of that the newest cleanser I've been using which I've talked about before is the Shiseido Perfect Whip bro like if I use that after like cleansing off my makeup as like the second second part of my double cleansing method there's not an ounce of makeup left on my skin like when I go into tone my face after I think a lot of you guys probably would know but like when you go into tone your face after removing your makeup sometimes you still have leftover makeup not with the Shiseido Perfect Whip oh my god um, it is a foamy soapy residue so you have to be wary about putting it over your eyes I love that cleanser um, I know I just like sidebarred into that but I really like this speedy cleansing oil 
So, in general, it does a great job removing and breaking down my makeup. I do have some leftover raccoon eyes happening that I do go in with like a Q-tip in micellar water to remove. But all in all, it's a really, really good cleansing oil. I actually really want to try the DHC one. And I'm probably going to continue using micellar water as well. Let's jump into the next section. Okay, I realize I've talked about a lot of these products already in my skincare episodes. And we are about what, like four or five months out before my next skincare episode. So, you know what? Think of this as a little update skincare routine happening. Um, but starting off, we're gonna start with the Tatcha, the Silk Peony Melting Eye Cream. This is a pretty expensive eye cream. I think it ranges between 40 to $60. And it's lasted me a pretty long time because realistically you only need a little bit. Like I can tap my finger on the top of it and that should be enough for me. I really like this. I think it's a really nice eye cream. In general, would I repurchase this? Honestly, if I try other eye creams that are just not up to par with this, it just has a very nice creamy soft, not creamy, but just more of like a nice soft application and finish. It does a really good job hydrating. If you're not into like a very like oily or even reflective looking eye finish, I would suggest this, this is really good. But the next product, the Inculist Beta Hydroxy Acid. It helps unclog pores. This one is one fluid ounce or 30 ml. And I forgot to say that the peony eye cream is something. Oh my God, I don't think it says the, ugh, there's like a little stamp above the number. Okay, I think it's 45 ml or 0.5 fluid ounces. Uh, but going back to the beta hydroxy acid or BHA serum, this is a really nice exfoliating serum. It's meant for blemishes, but I liked it mainly to unclog like the pores on my nose. I don't know if you guys have very like stubborn nose pores or clogged pores, very chronic clogged pores on your nose or blackheads. Um, this helps really well with that. I actually bought a brand new serum. It's actually salicylic acid from The Ordinary and I'm gonna try that. And honestly, if that doesn't work, I'll probably end up going back to this. This one is just so old and I'm pretty sure it's like gross. It's really gross. I do not like the Inculus packaging that much. Um, the little press tops because they get very like grimy and disgusting very easily. So that stinks, but I like their formulations because they tend to have more of like a gel suspension rather than like straight up liquid. Yeah, I digressed a little, but it's okay. Next is a product I've talked about as well. This is the Ordinary Escrobal Glucoside Solution 12%. This is a pretty good vitamin C serum. For me personally, the time I like using vitamin C is actually, let me digress. Let me go back a little. I find vitamin C most effective for me when I'm using it morning and night because I was using other products and using this one only at night. I didn't see like a lot of progress. Then again, I was using a bunch of other ingredients and products, which I kind of streamlined down because I was kind of getting like my skincare routine isn't working as well as it can be. So I was like, let me change some stuff up. So, but this one is a really good serum. It's a vitamin C serum. It doesn't have like a citrus scent and it's clear and it has like more of like a gelish serum texture, which I really like. It's pretty good. It's not like my favorite vitamin C though. I was definitely thinking about the other day, I really prefer the Hada Labo Ro 
Tomentholum Vita CC Oil. I think that's what it's called. Next is the Clean and Clear Persa Gel 10. 10% benzoyl peroxide acne medicine. This is like a acne spot treatment. This is one of my favorites. I think benzoyl peroxide is the one ingredient that helps my acne and it has to be at at least 10% for me to see like progress. So I really like this. However, I prefer my benzoyl peroxide cleanser. Oh, I just threw that on the ground by accident. Oops, I'll get it later. But I prefer my 10% benzoyl peroxide face cleanser over like the spot treatment. And it's also from Clean and Clear, but I think they discontinued it because when I tried to order it like a week or two ago from Target, they didn't have it anymore. So then my sister and I were trying to look for alternatives and we got the Pan Oxal one. I like it because it is foaming. I like a nice foaming cleanser, but my sister doesn't like it because her skin's dry. So she went to CVS, I think, and she bought like the CVS branded version. And there's only three left and she brought all three of them because I think people know the goat acne cleanser is out. So yeah, why did Clean Clear do that? That's so rude of them. <laughs> I literally use this all the time. Would I repurchase this? Actually, yes I would. Especially if like the other like 10% benzoyl peroxide cleansers don't work that well for me. I'll probably just switch to a more milder cleanser and then use this on the day today. Okay, next is the Skin Fix Triple Lipid Peptide Cream. This is a face cream. I don't know how many fluid ounces it has because like the text on it has like rubbed off and it's rubbing off as well. Like if once I put cream on my hands and I grab this jar, the text transfers onto my hands, which is really annoying, but it's okay. What I like about this, so this is a squeeze flat top. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically imagine, imagine a disc, imagine, okay, Imagine a disc and in the center there is like a little bit of a dispenser So you just press down on the disc and in the center the product will come out and then you can just wipe the product off the top and use it So that's basically what it is. I liked this. I do not think though. I'm a huge fan of peptide creams and they peptide creams seem to have like a little bit more of a softer matte finish i prefer more of that like hydrating gel finish peptides basically just tell your skin to produce more collagen which is really important for your skin so that's not really the issue i just like don't like the finish of peptide cleanser i mean peptide face lotions i'm using another one by drunk elephant right now and i really don't like the formulation i don't like that soft matte type of finish it's reminiscent of the Nivea soft cream if you like that then you might really like this like peptides is considered like a very good ingredient to have in skincare so that's when I would recommend it but for me personally was not it finally last product is the CeraVe resurfacing retinol serum it's one fluid ounce or 30 ml now I did not really like this for a couple reasons so personally for me my introduction to retinols was the Granactive Retinol from The Ordinary. It's the serum one. No, no, no. Emulsion. I think it's called like the Ordinary Granactive Retinol Emulsion. I really like that. Um, I did see some initial purging when I started using it, but then afterwards it was pretty smooth sailing and it helped um, my skin overall. Like I have some fine lines, even though I'm 24. Let's not speak on it. But I have this really random fine line on my forehead because I'm pretty expressive. So that helped that. And then also helped my acne and just helped like give a boost 
to my overall skin. So I really liked it. So I wanted to try this one. Uh, I think this is really good. If you've never tried retinol before, or you're very afraid of like your skin purging, I would definitely recommend trying this one. I think this is a very nice entry level retinol, but also for people who have very sensitive finicky skin, that it did well in. Also, it has like a gelish finish. I really wanted to buy it because I really like the color blue that's used in the packaging. I just think it's such a pretty blue. Does that happen to you guys too? Like if I see a product and it has a really pretty color, I'm more likely to buy it. Anyways, yeah, so that's my opinion on this. I really like it. I saw the most results with it when I scrubbed my skin with a face exfoliator and then used this, um, which can be kind of harsh considering the fact that retinol is already, I wouldn't say a harsh ingredient, but it's a very potent ingredient that you have to be wary of like what products you're using with it and what ingredients you're using with it because dermatologists definitely recommend not using specific ingredients with this. So yeah, overall good entry level retinol. If you're, if you've never tried it or have sensitive finicky skin, if you have normal skin like me, it kind of didn't work that well. I actually just switched back to my ordinary retinol. So yeah. All right, friends, that wraps up everything I was talking about just now. I hope you found today's episode really enjoyable. Like always, you can find Cute Kind Of on the following platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Speaker, CastBox, iHeartRadio, Bullhorn, Amazon Podcasts, and pretty much any other podcast streaming service. Please follow us. You can find us on Instagram at QKindOfPodcast. My Pinterest is at Layla Riaz. My TikTok is at QKindOf. Definitely follow me. I make silly little makeup videos. And then finally, well, not finally, but my email is HelloQKindOf at gmail.com. And then like always, all the products are linked on the blog at www.qkindof.com. I'm going to play around with actually putting all the product links in the description box rather than you going to my blog. I think it's a lot easier for me too as well. But yeah, let me know if you like that. And next, some extra reminders. Please rate and review Kind of on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the podcast grow. And then follow us on Spotify. And you can also rate and review it now. But I can't see them because I don't have a Spotify account. So I'm trusting that everyone's writing really nice reviews. All right. So as you know, the podcast is on is now bi-monthly rather than weekly. And I think overall that just helps my podcast grow a lot better, honestly. I will play around with the idea of doing mini episodes or even coming back to once a week when things kind of get straightened out for me. Um, But also I wanted to say a huge thank you to you guys. I don't know who's listening to this podcast, but I've seen a lot of growth, especially last night. I like checked my podcast stats today and I was like, wow, like so many people are listening to my podcast. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I don't know if you guys are coming from TikTok or like on Instagram. Like I had a random real go, not semi-viral, but just like get a couple thousand views and a couple hundred likes. So thank you for that. If you're coming from that, I hope you enjoy my content. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I remember when I said, here's my tangent. But remember when I said at the beginning of this year that 2022 is going to be our year? I'm going to hold firm to that, okay? I'm gonna try my best to make that happen. And also with that being said, I'm going to try to make good podcast episodes because podcasting is pretty fun. I get to talk. And once I start talking, I just can't stop. 
Which is actually really bad for me because then I have to edit this episode. Yeah, so you can't have it all, right? <laughs> I'm just joking. But again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Cute Kind Up. If you enjoyed it, please let me know. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll talk to you guys in about two weeks. Unless you're on TikTok or Instagram. Then I'll talk to you probably every day. But until then, bye!